A very warm welcome to This World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. So Collins, Collins Murderer from Kenya, Africa. Collins, a very warm welcome. And as part of this WGC Impact Summit, I really want to ask you to tell us around what's going on. It's because, you know, we spoke about uh, things in Africa and we've agreed it's criminal what's happening in Africa. Give us an insight into that, Collins, if you will. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Paul. And uh, I believe one of the things that is happening in Africa that is actually Tambas criminal is are the bad leadership, you know, we have a lot of uh, leaders who are politicians. And one of the things that is uh, defined as African that we have so many politicians who are not leaders and we tend to choose politician before leaders. For example, there was uh, Nelson Mandela who was a leader who became a politician, you know, so there is that different thing that is happening whereby many Africans do not understand who exactly is the right leader. So we find ourselves choosing our politicians before leaders, and it has led to a lot of accumulation of wealth, taking advantage of the communities and uh, uh, taking advantage of the resources that are supposed to use to be used in the community. So I think one of the major things that is badly happening in Africa is the bad leadership that we are seeing each and every day. And that is what is contributing to a lot of injustices in the country, in the communities, making people to suffer because of bad leadership. Yes, Paul. So is that just in Kenya then, Collins, or is that throughout Africa generally? And is it just down to politicians? Is it that simple? You know, what do we do? What is it we can do as world game changes to really dig down into the heart of matter, heart of the matter and make life better for so, so many people, irrespective of where they are in Africa? Okay, Paul, it's not only in Kenya. I just give an example because that is what is happening in our country when I see, but it is all in Africa. You know, we mingle with different people from Africa, uh, the different founders of organization, the different community uh, developers in other African countries. And these are the some of the things that we really want to uh, help uh, our community to understand. These are the same problems that we are going through. So I think as WGC, what we are doing already, we are sensitizing uh, the community members on understanding what is the right definition of uh, leadership, you know, what can we do about it? And how do we, what is the purpose? What is the motivation? of you uh, being a leader. So we want to bring the mindset of uh, serving your community uh, without expecting anything, Paul, because that is what we see every day. I come to a leadership space so that I can um, mobilize, I can 
accumulate a lot of resources for my own personal gain. And I think one of the things that we are doing, and I'm happy even as WGC, uh, or, or some of us who are in that platform, we are sensitizing and training and having those conversations with the community members just to understand exactly what is the definition of the right leadership. And it doesn't only mean in politics at all. It is everywhere, you know, like this is something that uh, all of us are seeing our leaders doing. And most of the people now try to understand this is the normal that is happening. So what do I do? When I got a chance to lead, for example, an institution, I use that institution to be able to uh, mobilize resources, to be able to take advantage of people and get more uh, for me, but not for the community. So I'm glad that we are trying to see how do we have this conversation for people to understand exactly why do I need to understand the right definition of leadership and why is it important as a leader to be uh, to be in the community and help other members of the community. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, and you know, as you know, Collins, uh, here at WGC, we believe the first step in anything is raising awareness because if you're not aware of anything, how can you change it? So that's the first step. So I want to ask you, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to ask you, Collins, you know, the things that we do like podcasts um, and asking, you know, your fellow Africans to contribute um, to, to books and stories and chapters. To what degree do you feel that that helps, Collins? Because you really are at the sharp end of these challenges and you are very, very well placed to, to comment on that. Does it help at all in awareness raising? Yeah, that is powerful because, Paul, you know, there's, powerful, there's a powerful uh, a strategy that podcasts come with, you know, like sharing, you know. Why WGC comes in a center of uh, problems and solutions of African Africans in the community. For example, like personally, when I interview uh, founders of organizations, and maybe you are the person who is in the middle, I think that really makes a point whereby you can be able to tell us what is really happening in your place. I can be able, we can be able to tell you what is really happening in our country. And we can be able to have that uh, that conversation, learn from one another, you know. And as far as I'm concerned, I love about the WGC family because most of the people there, they are servant leaders, something that we as Africans would really want to uh, understand and also be able to practice that. So I believe one of the platforms that we are, as the WGC, are using to build Africans and especially podcast and also just having our monthly meetings like what we have paul it is really powerful because at the end of the day we can actually feel that these different africans uh who are also doing amazing work in the community can also learn and also help from you guys what is happening in your countries why is it a developed country even if it's not a hundred percent but why is it like there is some percentage whereby it is okay and african we are still behind so i think in the matter of awareness creation that is very important paul exchanging ideas learning from one another through the podcast of uh, different uh legs and also 
through our meetings, monthly meetings, whereby we just try to understand and learn from one another. How can we be better people in the community? Mm. Yeah. That term there, Colin, servant leader. What's your, you know, for people that may may not have heard that phrase before, what, what's your interpretation of what that actually means? Servant leadership. I think servant leadership for me is, 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 is whereby a person uh, uh, discovers his purpose and that person is able to share or serve his or her purpose uh, without expecting anything, Paul. Because at the end of the day, it is through love, service to humanity through love, you know, and that is, I think, that is one of the purpose of each and every one of us in this world. So I think most of the Africans and most of the people that I've mingled with is, uh, is the problem is not about uh, servant leadership, but the problem is about understanding what exactly is servant leadership. So somebody will uh, talk about, I'm a servant leader. But at the end of the day, when you look at the deeds, when you look at what that person is engaging on, definitely you will feel that this is not a servant leader, but it is a transactional leader, whereby I want to get into that leadership space. And before I think about serving humanity through love and helping others, you find I think about how can I get more from that place? How can I accumulate more for my own benefit and selfish interest? So I think in, in a nutshell, servant leadership is about understanding who you are and knowing exactly that I need to use my purpose to be able to help other people make their life better. Okay. Mm. We hear a lot, Collins, around corruption that takes place in Africa, you know, brown envelopes being pushed under tables and, you know, bribery and all that kind of thing. Is that a true reflection of really what does happen? Because there's also this perception that, you know, just send us a load of money and it'll solve all the problems. But actually the money and the, the resources that it can buy doesn't really get to where it's meant to be. Is that a true reflection is that a true statement yes paul i i think it is it is, is true because that is something that we are really trying to fight we are really trying to educate the community just to move away from a corruption and as i always say is the generation that is before our leaders i'm talking about the kids the young people are watching what the leaders and also the people in the influence are doing and you see, as a young person, as a, as a child, you will always uh, ebb your leader. You will always find yourself uh, being influenced by what is happening. So I think as our many of our leaders are corrupt, you know, many of our leaders are engaged in corrupt activities. Uh, this really affects the young people. It affects the children. And it makes the world, the community in, in Africa, to be really, really in a bad state. Because I think, as I told you, it is again, goes back to bad leadership. Because you will find that people in influence or leaders are taking advantage of self-interest and wanting to have the whole of this community. I want to own the half of this community because I'm selfish, you know, but you don't want to think about 
other people. So I can say it is really happening. And I, but I'm glad that we are trying to have those conversations and try to ask people, hey, why are you doing this at the end of the day? If we have equal resources in the community, why are you taking uh, three quarters of the resources that belongs to vulnerable children and you use it for your own selfish ways. So I think it is happening, Paul, but I'm glad we are starting to have those conversations on how can we even go uh, uh, go uh, back from the corruption and how also to make people understand how is corruption also affecting our communities because it is different between just uh, knowing what is corruption and the effects of corruption in a community, yes. Mm. Is it too simplistic, Collins, to suggest that really investing in youth, the future, and showing them our hearts, and you know, rather than our money, because there's this, I think, throughout the world, this global perception that money will solve all the problems, and 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 you know, for me, my experience of life is it absolutely does not. It really does not. But the one thing that does help to make the world more understandable, more better, more tolerable, is, is love. And, you know, when we talk about the heart of youth, is, is, is that the answer, Collins, to invest in the future, to invest in youth, to show them our hearts, to show our compassion, to show our love? Is, is it as simplistic as that? Yeah, I think it is, because one of the things I believe, Paul, as a young person, I always believe I need to get, uh, I need to invest in myself to understand exactly what is love, you know? I need to take time to understand how to serve humanity uh, through love because that will help me, Paul, to be able even to think about serving people without expecting anything, something that I always insist. So this will make the young people, first of all, to understand what we are doing is not about me, it's not about my family, it's not about my interest, but it's about making other people's life better at the end of the day. So the starting point should be me serving my purpose through love at the end of the day, so that when you also get some resources, it will not now control you, Paul, because we find people who understand exactly what they want to do through uh, serving their purpose into humanity. We believe that these people, when they get even small resources, that it, it, it might not even be money, but even people think that you have to help the community with. Let's say you are given a tank to help uh, a certain a widows in the community. Because you understand the power of service to humanity through love, you will not take that tank and take it in your house for your own selfish interest. You will know that this is a tank that belongs to the widows in the community and I have to give them so that it can make their lives better. So I think that is very important. When we first of all invest in love, we invest in skills, we invest in ideas, it is very important, Paul, so that people can really understand that we need to first of all start by investing myself and working and serving my purpose through love. Thank you, Paul. Mm. 
It is yeah. literally down to the heart of youth, isn't it? Investing in the future, as you say, first of all, investing in ourselves, investing in, in youth. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I kind of want to open this up a little bit, Collins, and say, you know, let's be a little bit more graphic now and tell us about some, you know, there again, we hear the sensationalism of, you know, barbaric issues like FMG to young girls, for example, you know, it, yet again, I mean, how real is that? You know, we hear about suicides amongst young people, desperation, you know, uh, even basic sanitation um, generally and certain sanitary wear for young girls, not being able to have that missing school, missing out on the uh, education, teen pregnancies, very, very early age. I mean, yet again, Collins, tell us the reality of this. Is, is this really what happens? Uh, thank you so much, Paul. That is uh, a topic that is very dear to my heart. And uh, yes, it is happening, actually. It is happening, and there's a difference between urban setup and rural setup. So it happens a lot in rural setups, rural setup, the grassroots communities. And uh, one of the things that I will say, like, for example, personally in my community in the eastern part of Kenya, there is a lot of uh, female female genital mutilation, what we call FGM happening. And one of the reasons that is happening, it is one, it is also political because I think some of the leaders who are in the influence are also uh, taking advantage to empower the community to understand one FGM because one one of the uh, one of the things that is contributing for them to do that is they are the forefathers they are the family members of some of the people who are doing FGM so and the ideas they go and present them but the implementation part of now putting them into laws becomes a very big problem. Secondly, Paul, there's a lot of lack of information, lack of sensitization. People really focus on issues to deal with maybe agriculture, issues to deal with a health, small time, but they don't want to go through the deep conversation about why is it happening? You know, why is it this FGM? So I think when we talk about the mental health, Paul, when we talk about teenage pregnancy. Yes, it is happening, Paul. And I can tell you that is why some of us have started to take initiative personally, because when we think of waiting and just looking for the government and looking for other institutions to solve the problems, it is going to be, it is going to take time. So that is why we said we will use whatever we have so that we can have these conversations with the leaders with the elders of the institutions in the churches, with in, in a mosque, religious leaders, with stakeholders, so that we can really have this conversation. Why is that happening? Where are the resources that are supposed to uh, be used when we find this? We also engage the police because the police are very key. When somebody is raped, a young girl, for example, I had a two case the other last two days. A young girl, uh, 16, was raped by the uncle. But you find the uncle is going uh, to the police and bribing them, you know, and this girl 
are lacks justice. So those are the things we want to talk about them. Those are the things we want to ask. Why is it that when we report these cases and then this person comes and pays corruption, then you forget. So we can actually fight as civil society organization and make justice. And I'm happy that lady, that, that girl was able to be helped, you know, because we were able to contribute a lot of uh, force so that uh, that man can be put behind the bus. So those are the things that I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, Paul, it is really happening. And I'm happy and really hoping that one day you will come, uh, uh, WGC members will visit Africa and we will take you down and even see people who have recovered from FGM and they are now agents of positive change in the community, just empowering the community. Also people who have gone through mental health and all those things. So I think Paul, it is happening. Thank you. I suppose as we start to, um, you know, raise this awareness, Collins, for, you know, this amazing gathering at the summit, you know, these are these beautiful, beautiful, compassionate people, because that love and compassion really is the answer. And I kind of make no apologies for keep repeating that over and over and over again, irrespective of whether it's this summit, whether we're in Africa, doesn't matter where we are in the world, because, you know, the risk of sounding cliched, love makes the world go around. So as we start to come towards a close, you know, you're very instrumental within the WGC family now, Collins, uh, we're growing our presence in Africa, our conversations around Africa, as you know, because you're right at the heart of them, particularly with anything to do with youth. So with that, Collins, I just want to try and, you know, for, for people that are at the summit today to try and get an essence and appreciation of how WGC is actually helping, you know, rather than just having nice conversations, because it's very easy for us to have a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, the other side of the world and, 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 and pass comment and judgment. Oh, you know, well, this is not really nice. You know, young girls getting raped, um, FGM issues. Yeah, it's very sad, but actually not doing anything about it. And as you know, so when we talk about awareness raising, the other side of that, the complete op is right. OK, what action are you doing and evaluating that action? Is it working? And if it's not working, right, OK, we change it because it needs to work and it needs to be in service to humanity. So I just want from from you, Collins, because you really are, as I've already said, at the sharp end of all these issues is, you know, to what degree is um, is WGC helping Africa in, in your in your mind? I think, Paul, one of the things that I can say and uh, I'm always, always inspired by WGC is because one is meeting the right people. I'm saying partnership, you know, like meeting the right people. For example, when I meet you, when I meet Martin, for example, Andrew, and just sitting down and, 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 and having that conversation, first of all, let's start by that, that conversation, that meeting with people. I'm able to understand that actually, oh, there are people who are actually serving humanity through love, you know, because most of the things that we see in Africa is not really having those people who think I can serve without anything. I can serve without not getting one of the things. I can serve without, uh, I can't serve without getting money, money, you know. So one of the things that really helps in Africa is the servant leadership that we see through WGC members. Paul, I can tell you, 
you guys, when we look at you, it doesn't matter if we have met with you or not. But when I look at you, when I look at Martin, when I look at Andrew and all the WGC family, I can actually learn servant leadership silently without you telling me. So that is very important, Paul. That is very important because when I have introduced my uh, fellow young change makers and founders of organization and leaders, I don't have to tell them about Paul is a leader, Paul is so-and-so. No, they will just examine Paul the way you talk, the way you package your words, the way you are able to put yourself and they say, hey, Paul looks to be a great person. Paul is a leader and I would love to be like Paul. So that is very important, Paul. So how you, we, you carry yourself in the WGC is very important and it is training us to understand the art of servant leadership, something that I'm really, really passionate about for my fellow young Africans to understand, Paul. And again, secondly, I would also say that the level of knowledge and also experience that the WGC members have, you know, it is very key, Paul, because at the end of the day, uh, for example, let me talk about personally, like uh, the issues to deal with fundraising. I am a founder of a grassroots organization. And one of the things that has really struggled with me, uh, I struggle with is issues of resource mobilization and fundraising for the organization. Hey, so I met a person in the WGC family who I've never met. You are the one who introduced me called Martin. Martin has been able to mentor me for the last four weeks without me paying him. And he's giving me a lot of information. Paul, I can say this guy is blessed with information about fundraising. He's doing it out of heart. He's giving me his own resources that he has used, you know, for the last 30 years, somebody giving you his book, that is wealth. I'm supposed to buy it, but it's giving me. What can I say, Paul? I can say these are some of the things that uh, WGC is helping Africans. I can be able to share that book with others. I have already done it. I have already done the videos on how they can also support themselves in fundraising, in doing, managing their organization and also serving, you know? So I can say, Paul, WGC is helping us also in bringing us Africans together, something that is very important, bringing us together and telling us, hey, I know you have problems, but at the end of the day, we cannot solve all your problems, but this is what you can do. This is what you can do through what you are giving us, Paul, what I've talked about. So I can say WGC is a center whereby we as African are really, end of the day, it is WGC that enabled me, say, the founders of organization, the grassroots uh, young founders. And I was able to say hey i have hope because i had brought all of them together and i didn't know what to do with them colleagues what do we need to do uh you seems you're doing well in your organization and I was not doing well just working at the job 
happening in Africa, I believe whatever has happened right now, it is going to multiply and I'm sure there will be positive impact in the community. Thank you. What's interesting, Collins, as uh, as you know, I mean, we're now in advanced talks around forming WGC Africa, and you're going to be an integral part of that. There are other people um, like Megan, uh, one of our directors, and, and Crystal, uh, as you know, and yourself, and, you know, and, and many more, and many more, and, and you know, Dr. Art McCoy, very instrumental in, in bringing that together. I'm so sorry, Collins, you couldn't be with us in person. As you know, we've tried, uh, we talk around uh, administration, bureaucracy. We've tried to get the visa in time to fly you in and be part of this amazing summit gathering. Um, alas, that wasn't possible, um, you know, wasn't meant to be. But, uh, you know, once your visa's here, Collins, I certainly look forward to welcoming you to the UK. I know I speak for Andrew in that respect, Rebecca. And on the note of Rebecca, um, I just want to say that um, with your permission, Collins, that she accepts an award on your behalf <clears throat> called the Heart of Youth Award. And it's our first one this year at the summit. There's going to be four awards later on in this, uh, wow. in this gathering. And we have decided to award that award that sounds a bit of a mouthful doesn't it award that award to a certain gentleman an amazing spirit gentleman a servant leader if you will in kenya by the name of collins murderate and rebecca will be receiving that later on today on your behalf keeping it safe and uh, when you come over to the uk collins it'll be there ready and waiting for you Wow, I'm so happy, Paul. Um, thank you so much. Uh, because I just, I just, uh, it reminds me where I've come from as a person, as a as a world game changer. And uh, when I was starting, Paul, I didn't think about anything. I didn't think about what will I get out of what I'm doing. I just decided to serve the community and say, hey, I want my community to be better. So when you award me this thing the wgc it really really uh i don't take it for granted because uh you see when you serve humanity through love and you don't think about uh maybe what what am i supposed to get or how are they supposed to pay me you see there are people who are looking at what you are doing and uh actually this is one of the motivations that will also make me to continue doing what I'm doing, Paul, because uh, even imagine being recognized internationally, it's not even Africa, you know, it's not, it is international and we've never met, you know, it is just by seeing what I do. So I think I'm so happy, Paul, and uh, I believe this is just the beginning. And uh, I know one day through uh, God's blessing, I will be in the UK, I will be there and we will have many many conversation and uh, i say thank you so much paul and to the wgc family i'm so proud of you guys and this means a lot to me and looking forward for more engagements thank you so much paul thank you collins and i just want to sign off now by humorously hopefully humorously saying when you do 
um, come to the UK, and I do this with with visitors, whether they're you know from the UK or not, international visitors. And recently done it with Martin. Uh, your welcoming present will be, and you can research this on the internet: a cup of English tea and a packet of McVitie's hobnobs. And it doesn't get any better than that, Collins. And on that humorous note, thank you so much, and look forward to speaking soon, my brother. Thank you, Collins. Thank you so much, Paul. Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond?